take a topic? This is the Boring Sports Podcast, where four lifelong friends discuss sports for no apparent reason. Well, welcome back. Good to see all you guys. Good to see you all, Elder. I can't get over Adam. Adam looked tired. His eyes look bloodshot. <laughs> he doesn't look well. That's how I feel, though. Yes. This is an accurate representation. Okay. You burning Fair. the midnight oil or what? What's going it's, on over there? Well, um, I went to Fort Lauderdale this week. That's that's the East Coast. Yeah. I, I went on Friday. I woke up early for the flight. Didn't get a lot of sleep that night. Watched the Jazz game, which was a 10 p.m. start East Coast time. Finished about 1230. I was so distraught I couldn't sleep. Didn't get to bed till 2.30 a.m. Eastern time. Had to wake up at 6 a.m. for meetings. Meetings went all day. Went out to dinner that night. Didn't get back till 11, 11.30. Then I went to bed, had to wake up at 4 a.m. Eastern time for a flight back home. Get home, no rest for the weary. You know, I'm up late with the kids that night and then I just still haven't caught up. It's been rough, man. I feel like that's a that's a testament to your commitment to this podcast, though. Agreed. It's people like you that make this thing happen. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think I I know that better than anyone, really. <laughs> uh, on that note, I would I would like to first off um, express my gratitude for the the four of you. I mean, I a lot of our listeners don't realize this, but we all have. Um, jobs we all have families we all have lives and this is something that we we do this isn't our, our full-time gig yet and so um getting close getting close though yeah right. and, and thank you to the the listeners we we've had what were we just saying three three and a half times more listeners which is just the growth is is crazy yeah, I, I like it yeah. yeah um well, uh, before we jump in, as always, anything on your minds before we talk sports? Yeah, what are, what are you eating, Josie? Tostino's Pizza Bites. And I I noticed earlier um, you had a, a swig. Oh, yeah, that is. You had a swig drink. What what were you drinking? Uh, I'd go with the Diet Mountain Dew, and then usually I just pick a, a flavor to add. Tonight I went with grape. Do you, did you switch to diet thinking it's healthier for you? Like you're just trying to lose weight or what? I was drinking like 1200 calories a day in soda. Well, he had, he had to create some room for his Totino's pizza rolls. So thought diet was a way to go. Exactly. You know, you're like, you're looking good. You know, once I get his haircut, I'll be looking good. Elder, this is like three weeks. I had a buzzed hair, like our last podcast. It's unbelievable. I'm jealous. No. Do you donate to you, you donate to like the Wig Foundation or anything like that? Locks of love. You do? They wouldn't take my hair. Well, it'd be nice to offer. Nice if you offered. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, big big things going on in the sports world. Uh, I don't know. I've kind of lost a little bit of the zeal to watch NBA. I mean, I still know what's going on, but still just trying to get over the heartbreak. Agreed. It's not easy. It's very frustrating, actually. <laughs> but what heartache? What heartache, Josie? Are we are we surprised? Like, are is anyone surprised? Truly, no. I'm certainly not. I mean. I've been on this for 33 years and I've never been like super pleased with the outcome of a season. Sure. Jazz. I just keep setting myself up. I'm starting to wonder if we're looking at this all wrong. Like what if we trade both to go bear and Rudy and we just get like, we go get Fave back. We go get Ingles back. We go get Rubio back. We sign Booker. We just 
we just lose in the first round, but we love each other, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so you'd be we lose in the first round, but we're like, hey, you know, there was a chance we might not even get to the playoffs, and we did. Yeah. We super happy we overachieved, and we all love each other. You know, it's not the destination, it's the journey. So Stockton said. Yeah. You know, look what people are, people now, all they talk about is he doesn't have a championship. He hates COVID. He got banned from Gonzaga. What is Stockton really anymore, you know? You're saying you don't, you're not a Part of me even like him. The media has turned me against him even. I, I feel like you are whatever you, whatever you do, right? Like. Stockton never wins it, so of course he says it's the journey. Go to Bill Russell, and all he does is lift up his fingers every time. And, and don't get me started on Bill Russell. What is it, how hard is it to win a championship playing against three teams? Yeah, but how many does he have? That's what I'm saying. The, the debate is just depending on whatever you have. People just change the debate to whatever benefits them. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, did any of you guys see what Russell Westbrook was wearing at some uh, charity event? I did. The Met Gala? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was there. I got invited. You were at the Met Gala? Yeah, I was right behind Russ. What did you wear? I'm just kidding. I wasn't there. Joe, I think um, you're a guy that probably watches the Met Gala. I like to I keep up on pop culture pretty well. Do you uh are you do you get into the outfits for the Met? No, I don't appreciate the outfits probably as much as I should. Um, I just like the celebrity sightings. I'm big on People Magazine. People, FYI, People Magazine is the only celeb gossip uh, place you can actually trust. Like the U.S. Weekly, none of that crap's true. People Magazine, you can trust. Uh, huh. Would you uh, – who, who's, who's big in for a star right now to you? Who are you, who are you heavy a fan of right now? Mm, I think Tom Holland's still riding high. Never heard from of him. Spider-Man. Um, another one that, I mean, how can you not love Dwayne Johnson? I'm intrigued by the Fast and the Furious how about, drama that's how going about, on. How about calm down, Dwayne Johnson? You don't have to be in everything. <laughs> See, but why not? Why not be in everything? He is in everything. Doesn't he also um, the own the, the new XFL or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Rock. He's really, really doing well. You can't go anywhere without The Rock's face popping up. Yeah, he's a workaholic. He's getting it done. He's going to be the next president. Would you vote for him? Oh, absolutely. I'd go right now and vote for him. I wouldn't even care what he stands for. (laughs) Some people would say that's what's wrong with America. People like me that go to the polls and do that. Unfortunately, he's Samoan, so he can't run for president. What's that? Is he Samoan? Is he Samoan national? Like, Born he's there, not an American. National. Yeah, but he was he's born in America. Oh, okay. Oh. But he does have he is a citizen of Samoa as well. Gonna be a citizen of the White House here soon. Um, let's let's get in. So are we doing Nelson? Are you are you doing your segment today? Or are we are we just giving up on that? What why would we give up on my segment? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my segment's the only thing that has any viewership to this podcast. All right, well, let's do it. Let's go into to Nils. It's time segment. for the main event. Here's to you, Nils. You had a full week to pick a topic for the podcast, and you are currently searching for sports headlines during the sounder. You may not live in an area with high-speed internet, but let's be honest, you wouldn't have read the whole article anyway. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the latest in sports news, possibly true information, and some other stuff you didn't want to know. I got a, I got like a, an opening joke, but I, I wish I knew how to share this um, video here, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how difficult that is to do. So is it very difficult? Well, for us, oh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just tell the joke? Oh, he's got to disable it. Try it by MVP. I'll, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it. Unless the host is going to let me do it. 
Why don't you tell us the joke? Don't tell us about the joke. Tell us the joke. <laughs> I've got it right here. Hold on. You know, you know the the old saying, "Timing is everything." I feel like I feel like this joke, the the prime time for that joke's about thirty seconds behind us. I agree. Yes, okay. Well, do you want me just to tell you then? <laughs> yes, you <I> do. <laughs> I'll just tell you, there's a, wait, wait, wait. There's a cyclist, you, from the beginning, there was a cyclist, there was a cyclist race and they're, they're watching the cyclists go by. And as they're filming them, they scan across this one dude who came out of the lane. And while he's in the middle of this race, he's, he's taking the piss. He pulls down his pants and while riding the bike, he's pissing in the middle of the race, in the middle of everyone filming him. It's classic. <laughs> I thought we were still on the setup. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sitting here waiting like, okay, like, where's the knock, knock? Where's the, what do you do when someone walks into a bar? Like, it was just, I'm just saying how the man king on the side of the road. The punchline was like five seconds into the story and then it kept going for another 30. <laughs> it's, well, the, the video clip is 37 seconds long. Uh, you nailed it. I know. <laughs> let's let's make that a new, How new part of the podcast. Scott, would you? Yeah, you're a biker. Would you? Uh, would, would you? Would you just go ahead and pee? Yeah, I've done it before. I'll do it again. Yeah. Have you really? <laughs> like you just pull off the side and pull your pants yeah. down while cycling, like not stopping. Cycling. Yeah, they they have you really. They have in, in some of these these uh bigger races, they will have groups where, um, they'll say pee break, pee break, and if you keep on riding and don't stop, you kind of get um, you kind of get the shaft from the rest of the group. Every you're supposed to stop. Everyone pull stops. You know. Takes well, care of business and keeps on riding. I'm saying this dude was peeing while still cycling. He didn't stop. Oh, I've never, I've never done that. Although it's crossed my mind. It has. Yeah. Elder. As funny as I thought, it's a serious thing. Yeah. I actually have a urination hesitation, and I am not able to go pee in front of anyone. Very unfortunate. It's called stage fright. This has been like a di- diagnosed. Yeah, like in the BMW, I went to the doctor and like they told me, like the doctor came in, they ran some tests, he came in, he's like, yeah, so you have what we'd like to call urination hesitation. <laughs> what, what prompted this? Like, I think I need to go to the doctor. Like, I've been trying to pee in front of everybody and I just can't. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, it got, because it started as, it started as stage fright. But then it got to the point where like, I couldn't pee period. Like I had to go pee and I couldn't pee. So I'd be in the bathroom standing by a urinal or a stall and I couldn't go. I couldn't go. I was just waiting to go and I couldn't do it. What does a doctor prescribe for urination hesitation? Nothing. He literally said like, there's nothing else you can do. So then about three years ago, three years ago, we hit our insurance deductible. So I took myself to the do it again. And this time, this doctor, he was a little more in depth. He did like some tests. He filled my bladder with water through a catheter, measured my, the pressure that I was peeing, had me pee in like a tube. Um, ultimately came back in and also said, there's nothing we can do. And you, you just. But you have insurance, right? Yeah. You know, we're going to go. So. <laughs> Make sure we build the insurance for as many urinary tests as we can come up with. Yep. Oh. <laughs> a little bit, Josie. Not to that extreme, but my senior year, they they implemented a hydration test for wrestling for trying to pre- prevent people from uh, sucking weight. And I thought, oh, no problem. And I remember going there, and you had to pee in this cup for them to test your hydration. And sure. they give you a little cup, and you got to pee in it. And this dude stands right over your shoulder, looking right down, making sure you're not cheating. And and I I staged for I I had some stage fright. It took me three. I had to go back to the test three times to finally do it. So, yeah, it's, it's a real thing. Wow, impressive. Well, I we had that in common. Urination hesitation awareness is something that we, we don't hear enough about. Agreed. Yeah. Needs to be looked into, needs to be taken a lot more serious than it is. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, and the problem is, I feel like there's so many people in the world that don't even, they don't even realize that it's plaguing people like you, Josie. Like I was part of the problem. Like I, I didn't know that that was such a. <laughs> well, that's half the battle, Scott, just the awareness. We're just educating. Yeah. Educate. Well, and that's part, that's part of what, what we do, why we do it. You know, we, we get on here. We like to talk about sports joke around to talk about but really there's a, a bigger purpose behind it all and I, i'm glad that we could bring shed a little bit more light on the the this delicate um subject that's great um i i do have a topic here josie are you there here okay i, I just don't know if that photo is real or what's going on but before we move on like before okay. we get going on the sport i do have a photo i'd like to show you all um not necessarily right the second so the just when there's a, a moment that would be the right moment to do so, please let me know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, that's Scott. You just let us know that moment is you're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Go, uh, go ahead, Nils. Okay. So I, I'm going to talk about, I, I think it is appropriate to get into a couple different topics, but uh, we just had the NFL draft. I don't know. Do any of you guys follow the NFL draft? Um, not enough to care. Well, let me just read this to you, okay? Here's the first five. I'm not going to tell you the names because that's irrelevant. Sure. I'm going to tell you the positions that were selected the first five picks. Defensive end, two defensive end, third pick defensive back, uh, fourth pick cornerback, and then fifth pick defensive end. The first five picks are defensive players. Three of the top five picks are defensive ends. And – I realize that every every year in the drafts can be different. You have different teams with different needs. It's not like the NBA. The NBA, you're just going to select the best available player. The NFL is not the same way. But my question then to you is, what, posi what positions are more important than others in the NFL? Like, obviously, the quarterback is the most important position in the NFL. I think that's pretty easily. Oh, man, that's a nice cookie, Joe. <laughs> but... Glad I was, to see Paul I was actually I was pondering this question this week as during the draft as well, and I was almost like, man, if I didn't have a quarterback, I would draft like my first five picks would be quarterbacks. Just give me the best quarterback on the board, because you're not going anywhere in the NFL if you don't have a quarterback. And then once I had my guy that I felt like this is my franchise guy, then I would only draft linemen. I can go get a running back. I can go draft a running. I can go get a running back at a YMCA. I can go find any division three wide receiver who's got a chip on his shoulder and mm -hmm. get him to run a route. Mm -hmm. I, you got to get, you got to build from the line of scrimmage out once you have a quarterback. Well, clearly the defensive end has to be, I mean, one of the top positions, there are three of them in the top five. Look at JJ Watts, defensive end, one of the best players in the NFL. I mean, would you not have any stock in the defensive end and disrupting that line? No, that's what I said. The line of scrimmage, the line, O-line, D-line. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking O-line specifically, but you're saying the line altogether. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a good lineman protecting the blind spot of the quarterback, you're, that quarterback's going to be on the run for the whole game. Joseph, I, I would agree with that. We've all, line. we've all seen the blind side. Give us something besides a movie reference. No, I thought it was an accurate statement. I'm, I'm behind you, Joe's. Well, I'm behind him too, but he's just quoting the blind side. I yeah. didn't quote the blind side. Basically, you did. Well, I don't think I did. I just said a quarterback has a blind spot and you got to protect it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Like you got to be able to, if you can't run the ball and you can't stop the run, you can't win in the NFL. But all those other things come into play only once you've established that you can do those things. Like if you can't do those things, you're the Jets. Is who you are. I, I also found it interesting about the draft this year that there's a quarterback, the first quarterback taken in, the only one in the first round, uh, was selected 20th, and he was selected by the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are going to need a quarterback, and they pick Kenny Pickett, who is a, a quarterback at Pitt. So I feel like it's kind of a homer pick. Like, they kind of probably felt like they had to. Uh, I mean, it shows you it's a weak quarterback class, which also, to me, would translate into – probably not a lot of change in the NFL. Like we, we know the quarterback's the main thing. So if quarterbacks aren't moving around, I don't think you're going to see a lot of different teams at the top this year than what there already is. Now keep in mind, there's been some significant quarterback shifting in the league this year. 
There has, right. So, I mean, I think you're going to see Denver do really well because, you know, obviously they picked up Russell. But what I'm saying is we already can see who's going to be at the top. I, mean, I don't think that any of this draft is going to change anything this year is what I'm trying to hint at. So, can I say my first controversial thing? Please. So, in a way, Kenny Pickett was drafted by the Steelers, correct? Correct. Yeah. I assume we have the late Dwayne Haskins to, to thank for Mr. Pickens getting picked to the Steelers, which leads me to my question. And again, no disrespect, knock on wood, but how do you not see a diesel coming at you on the freeway? Are you sure that he didn't see it? And if he did, you're a quarterback, a mobile quarterback at that. I, I, again, no disrespect. I'm just curious. I mean, I don't want to speculate on this, but we'll have we have all the facts of this this scenario, this Dwayne Haskins scenario. We do or we do not? I don't think we do. No. Why is that the first controversial thing you said? Because I'm commenting on a man implying he should have been aware that he was about to get hit by a diesel. How do you know that he wasn't aware? Which then begs the question, did he do it on purpose? And why – well, my bigger question is why is diesel um, diesel wreck prevention awareness more important than um, urination hesitation awareness? See, this leads me to another thing. While we're on the topic of that, I mean, urination hesitation can very well lead to suicide. And I'm not joking about suicide, but I do have a question about suicide. When celebrities kill themselves, again, this is dark. We're going dark here. I don't mean to go dark. Like you always read about their funeral or watch it. And everyone like, like uh, Robin Williams, for example, like my own wife made this comment. And then people like in magazines, they're like, oh, he was just so happy. It's like he obviously wasn't that happy. So like, I, I don't understand. I understand why people always say that about these people. They're not happy. They made a, a they did something. They're not happy. So why do people continue to say they were happy? You got you got me. Yeah, that's a little outside the. That's a little outside the, the, my my jurisdiction. I don't know. I think uh, perhaps I'm just. I'll throw this out here. Maybe they're just trying to remember the the good times. The the you know view them in a positive light. Um, why you appreciate MVP. He's looking on the bright side in all things, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I do have a quarterback take. If I was an NFL GM, I would not draft a quarterback from USC or an SEC school ever. Why is that? I feel like your quarterback has to have a chip on his shoulder. Like, I feel like he's got to be underappreciated in the draft. He's got to go late in the draft like an Aaron Rodgers. He's got to have, have had to battle through, like, a quarterback um, through, like, they, he had to beat out a starter or he's had to work his way up through the system, really – really, never really given an opportunity. Like, people have got to have doubted him his whole career – I feel like you get these USC quarterbacks and we go, go through the USC usually gets, you know, one of the top five quarterback recruits every year. They dominate in college and they dominated in high school. They dominated in little league. They're always these good looking dudes from these rich families that have put in quarterback camps their whole life. Like they've never had anything go wrong in their life. They, they went to college. They spent every night in hot tubs with the best looking girls in the world and they've never had to fight for anything in their life. And then they get to the NFL and go through all of them. They all flame out. Mark Sanchez. Adam, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is that a similar are – you, are you kind of telling us the story of your personal life through basketball, but relating it to the NFL? Am I, am I reflecting myself subconsciously? Maybe. It sounds like you're reflecting on yourself. But, no, look at the examples. I mean – I'm not – I don't think Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, but he's – you can't argue that he's been successful. 
And I mean, what was he like sixth round pick? You're on mute, which for the 199th pick, last pick of the draft. Aaron Rodgers was passed over by like five dudes. By Alex Smith. Yeah, Alex, yeah, Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Steve Young had to fight through sitting on the bench behind Joe Montana, and he was at Tampa Bay, and he almost got cut. And like all these great quarterbacks, there was something happened in their career that made it difficult for him, made it hard. Like very rarely do you see some guy that's just been like put on a pedestal since he was eight years old, and then he gets to the NFL and he he dominates. Like that very rarely happens. Fair point. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. That's a good take. Why is it different for that than basketball? I mean, basketball, most often your your top draft picks are good. Uh, Well. Not always, but I mean. I think we're seeing more and more translating to basketball. I think look at Ben Simmons. I think he's entitled. I think he's been dubbed, you know, the prince to, to King James since he was 14 and he goes to LSU and he doesn't even like play the second half of the season just because he doesn't want to. He just stops going to class because it's hard. And then he gets to the NBA. He sits out of season because he has mental health issues because things are hard. And then he gets. Yeah, what about like John Moore, John Morant, second pick, incredible all-star level talent. Uh, yeah. Williams. This is a little different though. John, John Morant was not, highly recruited yeah i think he only got one offer in college in college but uh, i mean he was the second pick in the draft he's carrying that chip with him still i mean it's kind of like like donovan i'm sure donovan thinks he should have been a top pick what was he number 12 for us 14 13 i think i mean it's almost very rarely do you see the number one pick like nowadays live like be as good as they expect the number one pick to be like the dude from the raptors won rookie of the year what pick was he Oh, yeah. I don't know. Late, mid to late first round, right? Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. why would you even want to be the top draft pick? I mean, I. Well, I think you get those once in a generational talents that mm-hmm. are the top pick and, and they're the exception to the rule. You get LeBron James every 10 years. You're somebody. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Yeah. You get those guys and you can't pass those guys up. But uh, that being said, if I had the number one pick in the NBA, I would immediately trade it for an all-star agreed yeah so one more topic before i pass this on last one other big news uh what about uh tyler harrow harrow getting the six man of the year award deserved or not yeah sure he deserved it Uh, um i can get behind him giving it i don't personally love him i don't necessarily hate him i don't like the heat because i don't like jimmy butler but i don't necessarily have an issue with him we, yeah. we went to, uh, I went to Tyler Hero's uh, Vegas Summer League game when he was a rookie, and he was playing the Chinese national team in Vegas. And every time he would score, I would say, Hero! <laughs> and I, I felt super racist. All the Chinese would turn around and look at me like, really? <laughs> Our accent? I'm like, no, that's his name. Hero! <laughs> A uh, little racist, though. A <laughs> little racist. Oh, welcome to um, well, I, You know, I, I could get behind that one. Uh, who else is more it. deserving? It's a tough call. I mean, yeah, he, it probably he is won. him. I mean. I don't know why who? Kevin Love comes off the bench. Who? Kevin Love. Yeah. Why is he even on the Cavaliers anymore? Yeah. Like, I see the Cavaliers, like, all these young dudes. Like, what? Kevin Love is on the team? He's coming off the bench? <laughs> Baffling. Kevin Love's I mean, bench. I, I think you can make an argument for Cameron Johnson for the Suns. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had scored a lot of points. Cam, Cameron Johnson's good. His, his little brother was for North Carolina, right? North, the Tar Heels championship. I don't know. I follow the Duke. I'm not aware. I'm not aware. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is a good time. Josie, do you want to show us uh, your picture? Yeah. So, are y'all familiar with Boy Meets World? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Topanga. 
Yeah. Mr. Bean. So what about what about Corey? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna share a, a quick photo with you all. Let me know what you think. You're trying to compare yourself to the Well, guy. sadly, I didn't do this. I was someone sent me this. Your hair doesn't appear that curly naturally anymore. No, I don't let it get that long. Shame on me for letting it get that long in the BMW in the first place. But can we see the resemblance at all? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Yeah, there's a resemblance there. What um, like today? What's that? I said, what does Corey look like today? I think he had a show on Disney for a short time. Yeah, he did. Girl Meets World, sequel yeah. to Boy Meets World. How's Topanga doing? She's good. She's good. Real good. Yeah, she was on it as well. She was also on it. Topanga was in the news. Like, she was like trending on Twitter the other day, like yesterday. Yeah. She was, uh, she did an interview with her name is, oh, what's her name? Um, Sean's girlfriend, and I can't even remember her name, but she is, I believe, African American. And Topanga was did an interview and basically apologized for not defending her more on the set and treating her poorly. Mm. Um, in in any of your lives, we're all about what thirty three years old. Combined, we have 130 years of life. Have you guys ever met in real life a Topanga? Like someone named Topanga? Yeah, Topanga. No. No. Can't say that I have. It's just, it. it's funny that this came up in conversation because my wife and I were talking about it yesterday, actually. Topanga is such an interesting name. Are you talking about baby names? No, 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 no. We're not expecting any other children right now. But is that a regular Coke or Diet Coke? There, that's a regular. Oh, well, there's. I don't believe any of you have congratulated me on, on us, on me expecting another child. I think we made a very big deal of it on this very podcast. I don't think so, elders. And nobody's done it for me, which I, I'm, a, I'm a month and a half away from having a child. Elder, I mean, I didn't even know you were having another kid. That's, no, that's insulting. A boy or a girl? Boy. Is that four for you? Two, two boys, one girl. Three. Nils, you're looking great for for what eight eight months along? Eight months along. I'm 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 doing well. Yeah, you're looking good. Thank you. Thank you. I like the facial hair. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Josie, when's when's your baby due? Not till September. Are you a boy or girl? Girl. Girl. Wonderful. Is that going to be what three girls? Three girls, elder. So we got Adams, three boys. You three girls. What? Well, you said you're having a girl, Nils. I'm, no, I'm having a boy. I'm two. I'll oh, have two, two boys. boys and, I'll have yeah. Two boys and one girl. Okay, yeah, and I'm at one and one. All right. Well, let me ask you this: Would you all be upset or sad or hurt personally? If your kid grew up and didn't have any interest in playing the sport you preferred them to play, uh, this has happened to me already. I my kid plays baseball. He plays soccer. Um, along with he goes to gymnastics every week, but he also wrestles because I'm I'm the high school wrestling coach in this sure. in a small town, and my he wears brand new nice shoes. He wears an Olympic. A singlet when he wrestles so he looks like he's supposed to be really good and then he's not he's horrible he's, <laughs> he's absolutely absolutely terrible uh, you know, in today's world many blame that on the coaching well it, and it could be the coaching i and it probably is the coaching but he comes off the mat and it, it takes everything in me to not like just look disappointed and frustrated as he comes off and he's not as good as he should be at this point with and so um yeah I, I'm very nervous that I don't know that this is going to work out. And I could be worse. I have my my second son. Now I I just put my kids in everything they can get in, just because it's better to have to me. It's better to have them doing something than nothing. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, so I put them on baseball. I'm coaching mm -hmm. Monday Wednesday league and a Tuesday Thursday league for my two oldest. So 
every night is spent at the ballpark right now. But my, my second oldest just is playing t-ball for the second, his second year playing t-ball. The first year, I mean, they don't really get it. And, but this year I started playing catch with him and I was disappointed how good he is and very disappointed. I mean, I, I'm, he's four years old and I'm throwing the ball at him, like trying to discourage him from liking baseball, trying to make this very difficult for him. And he's catching it and throwing it back to me. Like I'm playing catch with a full grown man. What a tragedy. Yeah. What? Yeah. I texted my dad and I was like, I'm very upset and worried about how good Jet is at baseball. Okay. Hello, that's a good problem to have. Does that lead us into our baseball segment of the podcast? Yeah, we can. Uh, we can go to the baseball segment. Scott, are we? Do you... Yeah, Brand, Brandon, do you mind um, giving us a quick little uh, baseball update? Yeah, anyone got any ideas for a sounder for this segment? Um, I think this segment's the number one reason that people listen to our podcast. So we could definitely ask our fan base what would be a good sound. Yeah, maybe maybe send out a Twitter poll. Yeah, leave a comment, everybody, <laughs> in the comment section. Are we worried about our Twitter getting taken down with Elon taking over? No, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. I was I was a big supporter of Elon taking over Twitter. I was as well. I'm I'm. It's kind of funny and timer for you. Uh, I'll let me see. For our baseball fans out there, they may be wondering why don't they use this time to provide more content about baseball. But I think we do it the appropriate amount. You don't want to. I mean, you don't want to overload anybody. Yeah. Scott's muted himself at this point, so I, I, th- I think that like the thing is, is I think we have perfected the amount of baseball that we talk about. But I would also say that we also have the appropriate amount of Tom Brady and Coach K as well in the podcast. Yeah. Like we have, we've not overdone any of that either, so that's great. <laughs> Yeah, there's been good balance. So, um, real quick, on the subject of terrible sports, the WNBA, right? So, I wasn't going to bring it up, but as I started telling this story, it popped into my head, so I'll slightly comment on this quickly. I'm amused that Brittany Griner is in Russia in jail, not because I have anything against women, but because she broke the law, tried to smuggle drugs, and then wonders why she's in prison. Yeah, like two podcasts ago, that was one of your takes. Yeah, so moving on to what I actually wanted to say. Um, that was a fake. That was just a setup. <laughs> yeah, so the other day I saw, uh, it was either a meme or something posted, and it was uh, the high, I don't even know her name, the highest paid WNBA player on one side, like a picture, and then next to her was a picture of Steph Curry. And they each had like a salary and it said like the women's was like $227,000. And then Steph Curry also said like that same number. And then the, on the women's side, it said the top or the highest paid WNBA player. And then it showed that salary. And then on Steph Curry's, it says the amount Steph Curry got paid for playing in one half. And then the con- the bottom line said, it just dawned on me today how overpaid WNBA players are. <laughs> <laughs> I was heavily amused. I couldn't get enough. I've saved it to my phone. That was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. You know what really bugs me too? And not to get too far off here. I There's like commercials now with all of the top uh, athletes in the world and then, and how they all push for equality for uh, WNBA players or, or, you know, women's sports that aren't making as much money. Like then give some of your money up. Like if Steph, if you think that the WNBA ain't making enough money, give them some of your money. Like, they don't. They they are the ones taking all the money and then complaining the women aren't getting enough. It makes no sense. Like you I can't want to know in what money business. and then defend them at the same time. That's it's ridiculous. They lose ten million dollars a year and then complain they I'm don't saying. get paid. Like the, the only way to give them more money is to take it from the high-paid men's players. But they're not cutting their contracts to give it to the WNBA. 
they're just saying words that mean nothing in commercials. It, it if you can't me. force someone, like, unfortunately, I've got, I'm going to have three girls. I'm going to be forced to be going to women's sport, my worst nightmare. And I'm going to go buy a Diana Taurasi jersey next week, I guess. And I'm not happy about it. I'm sad even. I'm going to have to be an advocate for women's sports, something I've been an advocate <laughs> against for years. This is a horrible, our kids are ruining our lives. My kid sucks at a sport. Adam's kid's amazing at a sport. And Josie has to watch girls sports. What is next because of our kids? Can you picture me watching women's basketball? Yeah, I can. I have a hard time. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I can see it. Hey, did did any of you open up the link that I sent you in our, our private uh, text message group? Oh, I watched it. It's phenomenal. Very yeah. cool. I'm surprised nope. there's a... No, Joe. You when you're done with this podcast, go ahead and uh, and watch it. I'm I'm surprised Scott, as a morally uh, religious individual that you are, and a high ranking clergyman in in your religion, that you watch. I'm in the nursery, but go on. Well, I just, I'm just surprised you watch Family Guy. That's all. Oh well, Family Guy has some pretty funny things. I agree. I, I agree. I once said no to a nursery calling, and I'll do it again. Really? I've enjoyed this nursery calling. I'm also in nursery. No, no, I'm not. I'm in, I'm in not nursery. I'm in, what am I in? The other kid group. Primary. Uh, yeah, this is nice. Let's watch this real quick, and then r r before we watch this, um, Let's watch this and then jump into Josie's uh, segment, and then let's let's wrap it up because we're we're getting we're probably do we, do we have time? For, do we still have time for the six seconds of baseball? We might no, we don't. We have to cut that out. Okay. Didn't we already okay. do that? Dang. No, we we prepared as though we were about to. I said, "Is there anyone have a timer?" And then we brought up uh, the WNBA. WMA. Gotcha. Um, so, so, so we're giving WNBA more importance than baseball, thanks to Josie mostly. <laughs> right. I don't have any sound. No sound. It does appear to be an issue. Wow. Where's our tech guy? Wow, this Are you an Oregon Duck fan, Brandon? I, I loved him when Marcus Mariota was Chip Kelly were there. That's been Ooh. a while. Yeah. That appears to be a new sweater. I, I think what we're going to have to do, Joe, is you're just going to have to pull it up on your own and watch yeah, it. Uh, but please do. It's it's worth the watch. I like that. I definitely will. Um, all right. Let's let's jump in. Josie, do you have a, a top? Yeah. So and I don't know if we have time for top 10. We're, we're running. We're at about 40 minutes right now. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll jump right into a few things on my mind. So. I went to the gym the other day and I saw a guy wearing a Lamar Odom Clippers jersey. And I thought to myself, is this guy a Lamar Odom fan or is he a Clippers fan? Because you're not both. Like, but then I thought, like, he's got to be a Lamar Odom fan because, A, he has a Lamar Odom jersey from the Clippers, which was like 15 years ago. And if he was a Clippers fan, he would have had, in the last 15 years, he could have a Kawhi Leonard, a Paul George, a Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul. I mean, number of players but he's sporting a Lamar Odom jersey. Um, Perhaps this guy is just a keeping up with the Kardashians fan, and he had seen an episode uh, where – Chloe and Lamar. I actually enjoyed Chloe and Lamar. Yeah. Um, was this at the gym? Yeah, but not like shooting hoops. Like he was lifting weights in a Lamar Odom jersey. Hmm. Thoughts? Hmm. Well, that's my thought. I think it's something to do with Chloe and Lamar. On so you think he's a Lamar fan, not a Clipper fan? Yeah, I think he's a Kardashian fan. Okay, that's an interesting take. And and somebody in in an episode, which is likely, and and bought the jersey. Okay, that's that it makes the most logical yeah. sense because I agree with you. You're not going to be both. I think he uh, he's a I think he's a thrift store shopper, and stumbled across that jersey and thought it'd be nice to work out in okay i don't think he has any allegiance to you know that's something i think he's found i have a hard time arguing with that when one thrift store shopper can sense out another thrift store shopper you're 
you're inclined to agree because you're as thrifty as anyone I know, Scott. Well, I don't go to the, I don't, I don't really shop at the, the thrift store. Um, I have before, um, but it's not a common occurrence. I used to do service at Goodwill and the BMW and I'd find things I liked for cheap and I'd mail them home. Uh, my, every time, yeah. My Go theory ahead. on the on the Lamar Odom guy is that he's found an obscure enough player that he thinks he can convince some people that he is actually that player. So if he went with you know one of the more current Clipper stars, I mean nobody's believing that's him, but he's obviously worn the jersey out in public for some sure. reason. Sure. Could he potentially be? Could he be potentially be a drug addict or a drug dealer? And just yeah. Lamar for that. What What do you think? What life decisions do you think have to be made for a guy to wake up early in the morning and say, "I'm going to put on my Lamar Odom jersey today"? It's a Lamar Odom kind of day. Dude, that's what I was thinking. I'm sitting there on the bike and I'm watching this guy go from place to place. Lamar Odom jersey. Say that again. Did you have anything under the Lamar Odom jersey? No, no. And not that it matters. He was very white. Um, it feels like he had. Ask this. Would you? Speaking of owning a jersey and thinking through it like that, would you be upset if you had like a Ron Artest jersey and then the next day he just changes his name to Meta World Peace and now your jersey's, you know, it's irrelevant? Some would say that's more valuable. Yeah, I look for jerseys like that. Like, I, you could say I'm a, I'm a collector of jerseys. I don't wear jerseys, but I, specifically the autographed kind. And, I mean – Typically, people would go after, you know, the, the Steph Curry, LeBron James, the best players in their jerseys. But I go – I like a little more of a, a niche jersey. Like, I have a Tebow baseball jersey. And I have a Jimmer Kings jersey. And I have, like, a Donovan Louisville jersey. I want jerseys that are just a little bit more like you got to like do a double take. Like what, what, what is that? Sure. That's what I'm looking for in a jersey. I can appreciate that. Now we may or may not have already touched on this in a previous episode, but one of my personal pet peeves is when I go to an event and someone, even if it's a little kid, I blame the parents, but I'm still mad at the kid. They're wearing a Jersey of a player or a team that isn't playing. Yes, you like have again on a different podcast. Yeah, but I'm going to touch on it yeah, again. It so I go to a jazz game, and we're looking at a jazz Lakers game, and someone comes wearing a Derrick Rose Bulls jersey. Mm. And I'm just thinking, like, what's the point? <laughs> I think that exact jersey scenario was brought up. <laughs> <laughs> you like to I get that horse, Joe's. I'm pretty sure you brought up the Derrick Rose jersey. <laughs> I don't like Derrick Rose. I don't want Derrick Rose around. I hope he's done. I hope he gets cut. I don't want any team to sign him. Hey, uh, I think there's another awareness we need to make clear. I, um, when you start losing your, your mental capacity for getting re- remembering things, it's a real thing. And it could be directly related to the urination hesitation. Very it well because, because that's not even like kind of like what we touched on. That's exactly was one of your points in a previous podcast. And I like to beat a dead horse as much as the next guy. Sure. But you take it to another level, Joe. You know, and the best part is it just comes natural. Like I don't, I don't plan them. It just the conversation takes us there. Yeah, I mean, it just naturally flows right into things like that. Sure. You're so, telling me you didn't have that written down tonight as one of your topics. Nope, I have no notes tonight. These things are just popping in. So, <laughs> my last. You got any Tom Brady takes or Coach K takes? Uh, Marcus Smart, how's he doing? How's he doing? What do you think about him winning defensive player of the year? I, all I can say is I am thrilled. Like, I haven't gone on about Marcus in a while. It's been at least an episode. Yeah. The only reason Marcus got defensive player of the year. Is because the man literally talked about it and whined about it all year long. He just brought it up every interview. I like, all right, just give the guy the trophy then and be done with it. I think he needs to share the trophy with Bill Simmons, personally. Exactly. I, I honestly think that – well, did you guys see the numbers that I forwarded those to you? It was like 
it was like 2,000 to one odds of him winning defensive player of the year like two months ago. <laughs> Bill Simmons like does a report on it. They, they interview him about it. He says, yeah, I think I should win defensive player of the year. All of a sudden now he wins it. Like Bill Simmons could have just made millions of dollars by just putting a little bit of cash on him and then doing a report. I don't like him. I just look at him and he just looks like an unpleasant human being. Yeah, he doesn't look pleasant. Now, one of what else pisses me off is the other Marcus who got shoved and claimed like whiplash for the last like four months now. Like you got shoved, shake it off. Like he literally missed like 40 something games, I think, this year. Are you talking about Morris? Marcus yeah. Morris? Was it Marcus or Markeith that got shoved by Jokic? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I don't know who it was. I hate them both. It was one of them. I hate <laughs> the Morris brothers. I hate Marcus Smart. You know, you know who just I, – I, I, I can't say that I dislike the guy because I, I really don't. But I just get a kick out of is Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder just is so funny to me. The guy has – he's got endless amounts of confidence. He chucks it. He's a very, very poor shooter. Yeah, he is not scared to shoot it, though. Not scared to shoot it. He's like a tough guy, but, like, you look at his stat line and it doesn't really show up anywhere. He had a, he had a game this playoffs where he, he played, like, 30 minutes. He had one point, one rebound, and one assist in, like, 30 minutes. Usually it seems like the tough guys are always like they're not good statistically. Do you think they're tough guys to try to compensate? Like everyone wants a crowder on their team who will show up when the team's getting bullied, act tough, but he, he produces nothing other than like, oh, he's a tough guy. Do he's got a great Instagram account. His Instagram account is terrific. He was personally sad that he was traded from Boston. Let me I'll take you into this here. I'm gonna end with this one. Mo Williams. Remember Mo Williams? Yeah. Yeah. Mo Williams claimed that he was so crushed when LeBron left Cleveland that he considered retirement. <laughs> what an idiot. I bet LeBron didn't even think twice about Mo Williams. And this guy is going to retire because LeBron leaves Cleveland. And then on top of that, I think Mo came to Utah like the next year. And I think he played for like six more years. So he didn't think about retirement. But like, it, him leaving Cleveland put him to the bed. He was sick over this thing. Like, Mo, what? Yeah, like you're like LeBron's brother. LeBron doesn't even like you. <laughs> Mo, he didn't, honestly, Mo, he didn't even mention you in his exit interview. No, not one bit. Do you guys remember the former jazz great Keith McLeod? Former great might be a, might, might be a stretch, but yes. Is it just me or does a team like the Jazz bring on the strangest people? Like, it's playoff time, and I'm watching Mr. Gomez get, like, Niang minutes. I've never even heard of this guy until the playoffs started. I know we got him in the Blazers trade with Ingles, but. I, Rudy, Rudy Gay's got to be pissed that Wancho got the minutes over him. I know. I, I don't understand. I think he made that clear. Who, Rudy? Or. Yeah, Rudy Gay. I don't think he was pleased. Did he say anything? Well, he just was like, after the season was over, he's just like, it's been real Utah, peace out. And he just like pictured out the back of him leaving the arena. (laughs) Yeah, he's done. He's not coming back. (laughs) I just, I don't get the jazz is thinking sometimes. They bring in the strangest people. They make strange decisions. I just, I would, I would like maybe a, a future episode. We could do a deep dive into what we're going to do this off season, what we think we're going to do. I think it's, it's probably uh, too much to talk about tonight, but. Because the teaser, I, think though, I think we should trade anyone on our roster for Jose Alvarado. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. You guys. Uh, Pelican's great point yeah. guard. Yeah. Future Hall of Famer. I don't Ooh. know if you're being serious or not. Uh, he, he was pretty, he's pretty gutsy, but I, I cannot reiterate how much I like him enough. Elders, if there is any man who needs a big contract in the off season, 
I bet they just pray they get a matchup against the Jazz in the playoffs. The Jazz make anyone look good ever. Yeah. Um, the worst thing that happened for Brunson was them winning this series. Now he's got to go play the Suns. Yeah, I agree. I agree to that, actually. And it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot to say. I'm, I don't, I'm done with the Jazz. I'm a Bucks fan. So, you know, I'm excited for this year. They didn't look good tonight, but, you know, I'm on to, I'm on to next season already. Well, with with that, let's uh, any any final thoughts before we go our separate ways. In the event that I do go down tomorrow on my plane ride, will you continue the podcast? Or will that be it? No, we'll, we'll keep going. Yeah. Are you asking us a question or are you committing us to something? Like, no, I'm asking us a question. Will you continue the podcast? Is this a commitment? Yeah, I would like a combined segment of myself we acknowledge, like, we acknowledge maybe what happened maybe we had replaced the base the six seconds of baseball and then we just move right along sure with a moment of silence of some kind six well and i think i think i we'd have to talk to the producers but i if if the plane were to go down tomorrow i i think i speak for everyone when i say we all the proceeds from this episode we we would donate to your family i would i would hope so i would hope that that is the case. And I would hope that you always remember me as someone who was happy. Are your, are your children very upset? Your girl's very upset. You're going to Disneyland. With I haven't them? told them yet because they would be, and I feel really bad. So I'll bring them back something and they'll pick up where I went. They'll, they'll know. I don't have to deal with it tomorrow. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I'm excited to hear the, how the whole Disneyland experience goes for you. Would you yeah. learn about current NBA players, Josie? Maybe say that, say that again. Would you Would you learn a little bit about some current NBA players like Jose Alvarado? Elder, I yeah, I have no. He's not that good, obviously. What did he do this year? Well, he's got quite the signature defensive play. I'll just tell you that much. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I don't like bad teams. I don't like bad players. He, he frustrated Chris Paul, and so he will forever be a hero of mine. I do. The only time I hate Patrick Beverly just about as much as I can hate Marcus Smart, <laughs> but I appreciated the game where he just went up and just shoved Chris Paul straight in the back for <laughs> essentially no reason. The game was over, just shoved him, and then left. <laughs> I love when stuff like that happens. How about – and we can we can call it after after this. But how about the the Minnesota Timberwolves just celebrating like they won the championship after winning that playing game? And it's have y'all seen that clip of the Lakers celebrating? And I think it was Kobe was on like Jimmy Fallon, and they showed him the clip like this is your team celebrating after losing nine straight, and they finally won a game. It was just disgusting. Yeah, just disgusted that they were celebrating over ending a losing streak <laughs> and lastly did anyone else notice this i think it's our first playoff game the jazz posted like hey it's great to see some famous people in the house tonight and there was a woman that was on the instagram page there was someone else and then carlos boozer was on there but he was like the fourth picture and like the other two i didn't even know who they were and then you got coral who's a former jazz great what's that i don't know who floyd mayweather is was Floyd at the Jazz game? Yeah. No, it wasn't that post then. It was a different post. Also, um, former ex well, current ex-wife, former wife of Tiger Woods. I think she's good looking, by the way. That's that's a popular Olivia Rodrigo. It's Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. Sitting by Carlos Boozer. That's it. By I'm all of that to say I felt bad for Booze. Yeah. Booze, Booze kind of left on a little bit of a sour note, I feel. But, I mean, the guy, he and D. Will took us to the Western Conference Finals. You know, something hasn't been done since then. So, And Karolinko and Memo. I don't think it was. Yeah, yeah, name. yeah. Have you guys seen that clip of the mixtape of D. Will on Cleveland? No. No. Google or YouTube when you have a minute. D. Will Cleveland highlights. The just openly being mocked in this video of how awful he is for like three minutes straight, all in Cleveland. 
He's committing okay. turnovers. He's sitting on the end of the bench. People are not passing to him on purpose. It, it's bad. I felt bad for him. I thought. Well, I'll, I'll watch that. You watched the the yep. um, clip I sent, and uh, yeah, can we get a sounder to close this off? What, Brandon? Can we get a can we get a sounder? Yeah, sure. And Elder, get some sleep while you're at it. Oh, you want me? To, you want the actual one? Uh, it's time for bed. Yeah, he needs to go to bed. This is the Boring Sports Podcast, no. where four lifelong friends no. discuss sports for no apparent reason. This isn't good. I don't have the full soundboard. This is not good at all. Do, do crickets. Crickets would be an appropriate way yeah, to finish. I agree. Ooh. Yeah, how come we didn't use any of these other ones today? Like the chainsaw or the lion roar. I have these some better than the ones we have been using. And the office. Not bad. Yeah, that's good. I like that, Elders. <laughs> well, all right, thanks again to all of our supporters.